Welcome to the Small Ball Podcast. Welcome back to the Small Ball Podcast. Welcome back to the Small Ball Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Small Ball Podcast, brought to you by Showcase Sports Media. I am your host, Matt Gregory, and today, you know, we're back. Opening weekend is officially about over. It's Sunday, April 4th, and we're going to go through and give one overreaction for every MLB team from this weekend. We saw a lot, you know, we saw a lot of different teams go out and play really well, teams that we weren't expecting to, teams that I give a real hard time to. And then there were some teams that, you know, they really surprised me. They did not play well. Uh, It's going to be a really interesting season. Obviously, we're back to the full 162. We missed out on that last season with only 60 games and such a shortened schedule. But we're going to go through, we're going to go every team, and we're going to give an overreaction to opening weekend. First, let's start with the Arizona Diamondbacks. My overreaction for the Diamondbacks is that Madison Bumgarner's washed. Now, this is definitely something that isn't set in concrete, but what I'm going to say is he, you know, he has a 13.5 ERA. He got absolutely destroyed by that Padres lineup. Obviously, it's righty heavy. There's a ton of talent there, but Madison Bumgarner, you know, my overreaction from day one is that Madison Bumgarner's not a good pitcher in Major League Baseball anymore. Maybe he's even washed, you know. He did not look sharp. Uh, He looked all right in the first couple innings, and then, you know, he gave up four, I believe, Um, and he's sitting at a 13.5 ERA after one start. Uh, that Diamondbacks rotation is really going to be hurting until Zach Gallon is back, especially with Mad Bum at the helm of it, because he just is not an ace in Major League Baseball anymore. Number two, the Atlanta Braves. Oh, I know what this one is. Kung Fu Panda is back. Pablo Sandoval. Man, this guy is one of the most interesting players in MLB history because he does this thing where he is really good one year, and then he is ex- extremely bad after he gets a guaranteed contract. He's a guy that just doesn't seem to want to play up to expectations. But then when the expectations are real low, he becomes one of the best players in the game. Kung Fu Panda, you know, he came in in his first at-bat and he hit a home run. So he's one for one with a homer and a 5,000 OPS after their first game. You know, he's on the way to MVP ballot votes. You never know. Kung Fu Panda, he may be back. Baltimore Orioles. So, yeah, they their first game against the... Red Sox got rained out. Uh, it was kind of sad to see. You know, they really wanted to play. Weather just wasn't holding up for them. Uh, but in the, the rest of the series, you know, they swept them. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles, their overreaction is maybe they're a good team. Uh, maybe last year was not a fluke, and maybe they do deserve to be towards the top of that AL East division, uh, three or four spot, you know. Everybody had them pinned at five, but maybe, just maybe, the Baltimore Orioles are a good Major League Baseball team, and maybe John Means is going to win Cy Young in the American League. Uh, he came in and he shut down a very, very good righty-heavy Boston Red Sox lineup. So you never know what's going to happen. Um, that's my overreaction for the Orioles. The Boston Red Sox, the team that they played, this is my overreaction for them. Eduardo Rodriguez obviously didn't get to start opening day, which Red Sox fans and the Red Sox pitching staff, of course, Alex Corey, he was like, this is what we want, this is our guy, this is our rock, this is the guy we want pitching opening day. They didn't get it. They got Nathan Eovaldi. And you know, he looked pretty dang good. He shoved in his first game. He looked real, real well. So, you know, you never know what's going on. Uh, Maybe there's a universe where the Red Sox, they get uh, Rodriguez back, they get Sale back, and maybe they're a good baseball team. Uh, But the overreaction for them is that their offense is absolutely horrible. Uh, It's time to start trading people. Start trading people, start trading people fast. Flipping, get new offenses, guys, because, yeah, they got out hit badly by the Orioles all weekend. They got slugged on today. I mean, like, there's that meme, our expectations were low for you, but blank. Uh, And that's kind of what happened with the Red Sox this weekend. Their offense couldn't score. And yeah, I mean, that Towner Hawk kid, uh, he had a good start this weekend. Tanner H-O-U-C-K. I was kind of surprised by what he did this weekend. 
I hadn't really heard much about him, but he had like three or four starts last year in a 0.5 ERA. Then he came in and, you know, he gave up, I think, two or three runs. But honestly, they were all on infield singles. So that kid, you know, he kind of looks good. Maybe a fantasy sleeper for you if you're in a bigger league. Boston Red Sox, it's that they don't have an offense and their pitching might be better than we think. Chicago Cubs. Now, this is the one I'm most excited for. After day one, what I would have told you is it's trying to trade Chris Bryant and Javi. Get, get rid of both of them. Because obviously, they're not worth the money we're paying them, and they're not going to be worth what they want in free agency. But as the weekend went on, you know, what I got to say is trade Javi, keep Chris Bryant this offseason. Uh, Chris Bryant's the guy you need to keep, and Javi's the guy that you need to get rid of. Because, you know, he had a very, very tough weekend. And he's looking like he looked last year. He just looks uncomfortable in the batter's box. And he's just swinging at those bad pitches again. And he's not making enough contact. And when he is, he's just grounding out. I don't even know. At this point, is that a guy that I'd look to trade for if I'm a team on the free agent market? Uh, looking for a shortstop like Javi coming down the stretch like the Yankees. Let's say the Yankees. What are they going to give up for Javi Baez at this point? Their number 30 prospect? Because the guy's getting paid a lot of money and not producing. So, you know... That's my hot take for the Cubs. Maybe you trade Javi Baez. Keep Chris Bryant. Keep Rizzo. Try to keep everybody else you can. Keep Contreras. And let Javi walk. The White Sox. Yeah. Um, my overreaction for them is that their Twitter guy needs to get a uh, different job. Because the White Sox pretended that Eloy Jimenez had died. Um, I know he's going to miss five months due to a torn peck, but... Holy cow, the way they posted on Twitter, they posted the picture of his jersey with the gloves and just put a heart. All the teammates signed the, the, the jersey and they were acting like this guy was truthfully dead. And then they subtweeted that with a picture of Jose Abreu, reigning AL MVP, holding his jersey and batting gloves saying, with us tonight and always. What is going on on the south side of Chicago? Do they think this guy died? I really don't understand. But yeah, that's what I got for them. Uh, yeah, so here we go. Luis Castillo and the Cincinnati Reds. My overreaction for them is uh, Luis Castillo is not the pitcher we thought he was. And trust me, I know from experience. I picked up Luis Castillo on my fantasy team. And, you know, he left fantasy. Uh, he left opening day with a 21.6 ERA. And that was so, so, so bad. He gave me negative 21 points. And, you know, the Reds, they got their butts kicked that first day. Uh, but, you know, they bounced back real well. Um, Nick Castellanos got into that little brawl with the Cardinals, you know, he got hit in the, he got hit in the elbow, I believe. And then, you know, he scored on a wild pitch later that inning slides into home plate flexes over Yadi Molina and their pitcher, some weird guy, Woodford, I believe. Uh, but yeah, you know, it started a little brawl and you know, I'm here for it. The Reds, they always are like that. They're this real chippy, chippy baseball team and they always play hard and they always are in the middle of something. Uh, like Trevor Bauer said, it was like three or four games before he got traded there. They were in a brawl and what, the second or third game after he's gone, they're in a brawl. So, yeah. Cleveland Indians. Um, yeah, uh, the Tigers are better than them. They're going to finish at the bottom of the division. Uh, if you can't hit the ball, you can't win. Uh, I know they hit real well on Sunday. Uh, they put up a good amount of runs, but this is a team that, you know, just doesn't look good. Uh, yeah. I don't know. They did not look good. Uh, they got they got roughed around by a Detroit Tigers team that a lot of people were counting out, and a team that I said was going to be so bad that they wouldn't even bother calling up their top prospects. But you never know. The Indians, you know, they kind of got roughed around, like I said. Uh, spring training home, Goodyear, Arizona, my ballpark. I, I miss watching those guys, and, you know, they had a really bad record in spring training. Maybe spring training held some volume for them, and maybe they're just really not a good team. Maybe they're hurting after that. 
Colorado Rockies. Oh, man, this was actually a really fun series to watch. Anytime you're watching a game at Coors, I feel like it's a really good series, a really fun time to watch baseball. Uh, they brought the they left they welcomed the Dodgers, you know, the new look Dodgers with Trevor Bauer on the mound. Um, but yeah, they won the first game, uh, and then after that they dropped the next two. You know, the Rockies are one of those teams where uh, there's not much that you really expect from them this season. Uh, you know, new starting third baseman Josh Fuentes, I saw him hit a home run this weekend. Guy's a stud, you know, he went to a small school, he's had to prove himself his whole life. Played behind his cousin Nolan in Colorado, and now he's a starting guy, and he gets a bomb in his first series being a starter. So, yeah, the Rockies are a team that, you know, there's not much to be excited about. Herman Marquez, you know, he looked pretty good. He gave up a lot of hits, but he limited runs. And at the end of the day, if you score more runs than the other team, you win the game. So, yeah, Rockies, you know, after the first game, they only looked good. Everybody was probably picking them to get swept this series. But, you know, they came out and they balled out and they looked pretty good. So, Chris Owings also had a fantastic, fantastic weekend. Yeah, Colorado Rockies. Next up, the Detroit Tigers. This is what I was saying. Um... Matthew Boyd did look pretty good, though. Uh, last year, he posted a 6.71 ERA, and this year, you know, he came in and he threw five and two-thirds shutout innings. He had a great start. Uh, I'm looking at this thing. Maybe he's going to be like Lucas Giolito. Maybe he'll go from zero to hero. Maybe Matthew Boyd can do the thing where, you know, he was not projected to be good, looked real bad. Kind of a guy that people always kind of had some hope for, and then out of nowhere, he gets good. He figures it out. Uh, that potentially could be Matthew Boyd this year. You never know. But we'll see. Matthew Boyd, um, good weekend. Uh, the Tigers, you know, they, they took two against the Indians, one of the teams projected to be towards the top of their division. So you never know. We'll see. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Detroit Tigers, they look good. Houston Astros. Well, you know, we talked about the Houston Astros and how everyone hates them. They are 1-0 while being booed. Uh, they got booed very, very bad in their opening day start. Uh, but, you know, they had a good weekend. Uh, they're one of the better teams in baseball, and they came out and they showed it. The offense was clicking. Uh, their defense looked good. Their pitching was great. Uh, they're going to be one of the teams to watch this year. That ALS, I know we talk about how weak it is, but the Astros showed that they are a good team. Um, yeah, I'm actually really excited to see what they do this season. I think it's time to look past what happened because you know what happened already. Uh, it's time to move on because at the end of the day, this isn't the same Houston Astros team. I know that a lot of the core is still together, but... You know, at some point, you just got to move on. I'll probably boo them once when I see them, and after that, it's over. Give them a little taste of what they've been needing, and there we go. Carlos Correa is the only guy I really think needs to be booed at this point. Just leave it there. Kansas City Royals. This is a team that I was high on. I was telling everyone. Uh, their offense is good. Their offense is truly a force to be reckoned with. Uh, that or the Rangers are really bad at pitching. Uh, their first game, opening day, Jorge Soler, Whit Merrifield, Michael A. Taylor... Um, they went, the club went 15 for 38 on opening day. Uh, the Royals could be more than just a thorn in the side of the AL Central. This could be a team that actually competes. You know, I, I'm high on their bullpen. I'm high on guys like Josh Stauman, uh, Greg Holland's still there. This is a team that definitely can compete in that AL Central division. And you know, like I said, maybe they find themselves around 500 and they're messing around for a wild card spot after that trade deadline. Los Angeles Angels. This is a game that's going on right now. Uh, is Shohei Otani back? Because honestly, I'm really, really here for what's going on right now. He hit, a, he hit a ball 115 miles an hour, about 450 feet, I believe. And he also threw a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Is Otani going to be the MVP? I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's definitely something to watch. Uh, definitely something that gives us some hope because I've been really low on Otani. I honestly was giving the guy a lot more crap than I probably should. But he's honestly been doing what he needs to do. Uh, you know, he's hitting the ball well. Uh, he hit that 450-foot bomb. He's hitting the two-hole, and he's pitching. 
Joe Madden's one of those guys that's kind of outside the box. He kind of lets the players play the way they want to play. Kind of gives them the freedom to be who they are. And I think that's what Otani needed. I think he was trying to do too much. So there's definitely potential for him to have a really, really good season this year with the Los Angeles Angels. And if they're going to make the playoffs or make a push at it, he has to be a huge reason why. All right, next up, we've got the defending world champion Los Angeles Dodgers. After game one, you know, it was kind of looking like they were hungover. World Series little hangover. Justin Turner, you know. His COVID, he brought to the whole team. You never know what happens after an offseason. But no, uh, honestly, they came out and they shut everyone up. Uh, the Rockies, you know, like they did hang in a couple of those games. A little bit better than I thought. But the Dodgers, at the end of the day, they came through and they proved that they were the best team in baseball. Uh, one person I was really surprised with was Corey Knable. Um, I watched him in 2018 with the Brewers and before that. And he was, you know, he was really good. And then he fell off, I think, in 1920. He wasn't good either. And then he comes with the Dodgers this year, and he's looking real good. Uh, pitching coach Mark Pryor must have found something in his mechanics or showed him a little something because that guy's got a live arm, and now he's back to where he was before. He looks great. He looks like he's really good, and it looks like a Dodgers team that traded away a lot of their bullpen's arm will not be str struggling or suffering this season through their bullpen. Uh, I know Jimmy Nelson has, did not have a good weekend. Uh, that guy... Honestly, he may be a DFA guy uh, by the end of the year. He's another guy with a big arm, another ex-brewer, but not a guy I think really has it anymore. Uh, that's my overreactions. Uh, but yeah, I think that, you know, I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, another thing, oh, yes. Uh, another thing to talk about with the Dodgers. Um, maybe Justin Turner's the worst base runner in baseball. Uh, Cody Bellinger hit a home run off the glove of Rymel Tapia and left, and... All you see is Justin Turner running with his head down back to first, thinking that the ball was caught. So it ended up going from a home run for Cody Bellinger, a two-run bomb, to a one-run single RBI with an out. And it hurt Cody Bellinger's on-base percentage, which kind of stinks. Uh, but yeah, that's my take on the Dodgers. Marlins. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I really have an opinion on them yet. Uh, they made Tyler Glass now look like the best pitcher in baseball on opening day. Um, he came out and he shoved, you know, it was a 1-0 game and you know, the series, they opened up a little bit more. Uh, it was definitely a little bit better, but I'm not really a fan of what's going on there. I think that that series doesn't really tell us much because those are two teams that I need to see play other people to really make a judgment on them. Uh, like I said, I like the Marlins. I like the trajectory they're going in, but as a team right now, I don't really know how I feel about them, especially after getting shut out op on opening day. Uh, but we'll see, you know? Maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, these are just my immediate early takes. The Marlins, you know, they could be a good offensive team. They could have a great season. Uh, but that was my opening day take. I don't really know what to think about them or the Rays yet, but we'll get to the Rays in a little bit. Next up, we got the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, they were trailing for most of their games, um, and, you know, their bullpen is just absolutely filthy. Oh, my goodness. Their bullpen's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, I'll never forget opening day. They were down a couple runs, and they sat out. Um, you know, they didn't throw Hader early, they didn't throw Devin Williams, they didn't throw Brent Suter or Adrian Hauser. But at the end of the game, they brought Hader in and they ended up winning an extra. This is a team that has a bullpen that I just am not ready to see 16 times this season. Um, if they can get solid starting pitching from guys like Woodruff and Burns, which, you know, I mean, Woodruff wasn't fantastic. Uh, they can be a really, really good team in this NL Central division. You know, anytime you have a lockdown bullpen and a couple good starters, you're in every game. So that's my take on the Brewers. Uh, Christian Yelich definitely struggled this weekend. Uh, I know he had a bomb, I believe, uh, but I don't think he was really all that hot this weekend, and I think that going forward, I think he's going to figure it out. You know, Christian Yelich is one of the best players in baseball. 
he's a guy that I feel like his swing path is just so clean, so smooth. Uh, and he has he has that good lefty bat, and I think he's going to figure it out. So I think the Brewers will be all right. My hot take about them is they definitely have the best bullpen in baseball. Minnesota Twins. Uh, you know, we didn't get to see a lot of their lineup, and I mean, by what I mean by a lot of their lineup is Nelson Cruz. Because uh, they were in a National League ballpark, and he does not play the field. I don't want to see him anywhere on the field. Uh, but, you know, Alex Colome blew one save uh, all of last year. And, you know, he comes in in his first opportunity with the Brewer, or the, with the Twins now and blows the lead, and they lose the game. Uh, you know, I don't think any of them were an earned run. I think all three of the runs he gave up actually were unearned runs, which kind of stinks because it was an error made by the right fielder. Uh, Max Kepler. Max Kepler made an error out and right. The ball hit off the end of his glove, and he ended up giving three runs up after that. So one thing I'm thinking about, is he going to get a save first, or is he going to give up an earned run? We'll see. Alex Colome had a rough start to his season. New York Mets. Uh, you know, they didn't play opening weekend, um, and it, one of, another team that really hurt my fantasy team uh, because I have Pete Alonzo. I have... Oh my goodness, who else do I have? I have Juan Soto. So I had a lot of people in that series that I was really banking on playing this weekend. But it's all right. You know, they signed Lindor, um, $341 million, And I was wondering about it. I was like, why $341? And then I looked back and I saw Tatis' deal was $14,340. It's like, oh, he just wanted to prove that he's the best shortstop in baseball by $1 million. So he signed a mega deal with the Mets. Uh, my take about the Mets, you know, they, well, it really wasn't their fault that the the game got canceled this weekend. Um, I mean, I'm not going to blame the Nationals either because it's not like they were out partying and they got it like the Marlins and the Cardinals were last year. Uh, but yeah, the Mets, it kind of stinks that they didn't get to play this weekend because, you know, they're one of the more exciting teams in baseball, one of the teams that everybody's excited to see what's going to happen after all the acquisitions they made this offseason and after their pockets got real loose. New York Yankees, oh, here we go. This is one I'm excited to talk about. Uh, obviously, they went 1-2 and two this weekend against the Blue Jays. Um, maybe their offense is overrated, um, and that's kind of a take I have about them. Maybe their offense, you know, it's just not what it, we thought it was, and they're not going to be as good as we think they are. Obviously, they're missing Luke Voigt. Uh, he's a big part of their lineup. They got Jay Bruce over at first, and, you know, he didn't really do Luke Voigt-like production this week. Uh, Luke Voigt's one of those guys where he's on base a lot, um, and the only time he's not on base is when he hits a home run because he's just touching them all and going home. Uh, but seriously, my take about the Yankees is Gary Sanchez, actually. Uh, Gary Sanchez, I think, hit three bombs this weekend. Uh, real good weekend for a guy that had an absolutely terrible 2020 season. You know, he was just one of the worst hitters in baseball, and it was hard to watch Gary Sanchez play. He lost his spot to a guy that was kind of just a replacement catcher for Garrett Cole, and, you know, came out opening day, hit a home run, had two more in the series. Gary Sanchez looks good. You know, the Yankees, they need a guy like that. They need Gary Sanchez back. The Oakland Athletics, ooh. Yeah, it's going to be that their bullpen stinks without Liam Hendricks. Um, yeah, they allowed five runs, five hits, and two home runs in three and two-thirds innings in opening day. And that bullpen just does not look the same. Uh, you know, they're a team that they really need lockdown in the bullpen because they don't have the offense that's going to score 15, 20 runs. You know, that's kind of aggressive, but like eight or nine runs a game like the Yankees. Uh, so, yeah, the Athletics, they're going to need to figure that out. Um, without a guy like Luke... Liam Hendricks, uh, reliever of the year last year, arguably shouldn't have been in my opinion, but it's yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be dicey waters for them figuring out what's going on in that bullpen. Uh, but yeah, 
you know, the Oakland Athletics, I, I give them a real hard time. I'm not really a big believer in that franchise, but we'll see. You know, going forward, maybe they got something for us. Next up, the Philadelphia Phillies. I think this is the exact opposite of the Oakland Athletics. They fixed their bullpen out of nowhere. They had one of the worst bullpen ERAs in history. Uh, you know, I think they actually had the worst ERA in baseball last year. It was 7.06. Yes, they did. They had a 7.06 ERA uh, in their bullpen last year in 186 total innings. But they brought in Archie Bradley, Jose Alvarado, and you know they're back. The Phillies bullpen is good now. Uh, out of nowhere, they had a couple guys come in, and now they're great. Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Brian Hayes, I was going to be real high on him, a guy I picked in fantasy. He had a homer in game one. Um, they ended up winning that game, but the rest of the weekend they kind of struggled. And, uh, yeah, now he's hurt. Uh, Brian Hayes is going to be on the aisle for at least 10 days. I hope the kid can get back because he's one of the young, exciting, fun stars in baseball. And it's going to be exciting to see him. Uh, yeah, but I'm really happy for the Pirates. You know, I think that they can piece together an okay season with a roster that is not good at all. San Diego Padres. Uh, this is a team that just absolutely swept opening weekend. They did what we thought they would. You uh, Darvish. Ooh, yes, this is my take on the Padres. You Darvish is not the pitcher that he was last year. I was saying it. I've been saying it. You know, he got pieced up. He gave up four earned, I believe. Uh, you know, he had a real rough inning in that fourth or fifth inning, and he just did not look good after looking phenomenal early. Uh, yeah, Padres, I don't know, man. Uh, they're really good. Uh, Slam Diego dead? Uh, no. They're going to be real good this year. Oh, my goodness. San Francisco Giants. I think Buster Posey's back. Uh, that's my opening day take. Uh, Buster Posey hit a bomb in his first at bat since 2019, I believe, September of 2019. Um, but yeah, you know, they ended up losing opening day, uh, but they're going to be a team that's going to be fun to watch. They ended up losing uh, to the Mariners. They gave up a comeback, so maybe the bullpen needs work, uh, but maybe it's going to be an odd year magic year for the Giants. I don't know. We'll see. Seattle Mariners. Uh, yeah, they won opening day. You know, they're one of the more young, exciting teams in baseball, and they want us to see it. They want us to see them rise. Hashtag see us rise. Mariners are going to be an interesting team this year. I don't really know how to feel about them yet. You know, they've got all those young guys they can call up. I want to see Kellenic come up. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's really all I got about the Mariners. They're not really a team that you can really take too much from opening day on. I feel like they're kind of in the same boat as the Marlins. Uh, but yeah, I'm here for it. St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, opening day take from them. Uh, they absolutely won that Nolan Arenado trade. Now, obviously, that was facts before. We knew that. They got Nolan for a bag of chips, They give, and they got $50 million with him. Uh, but Nolan Arenado had a good opening weekend. He got his first Cardinals home run, first Cardinals hit. Good weekend for the guy, you know, and he played solid third base. Surprise, surprise. Nobody's surprised by that. Nolan Arenado's an absolute beauty over at third base. Had a great year, um, and I think he's going to have a year that maybe he wins MVP. Uh, maybe Arenado's going to get on the MVP boards this year. Tampa Bay Rays. Ooh, I have a good one for them. Tyler Glass now is going to win Cy Young. He threw the fastest pitch of the day. And in both of his plate appearances, he hit the ball. He didn't swing at miss uh, once because he didn't swing. Uh, yeah. Tyler Glass now wants the uh, universal DH because uh, he's, you know, he's an AL pitcher and, you know, he hasn't hit in a while. So, yeah, he didn't swing the bat once, but he also didn't swing a miss. I don't know how you want to take that, but, yeah, he had two plate appearances, did not swing the bat once. It's kind of upsetting to see that pitchers still have to hit, uh, especially when there's guys like that that just don't do it well at all. Texas Rangers, um, yeah, you know, 
Yeah, uh, their offense is good. Pitching's real bad. Uh, the Texas Rangers, not much to be excited about with this team, honestly. Uh, Joey Gallo, you know, he had a pretty decent day. Um, I don't know. This is a team I don't really care to talk about. Toronto Blue Jays, they added Kirby Yates into their bullpen. Um, you know, Julian Merriweather, oh my goodness. In that opening day game, he was an absolute stud. Yankees had a run, had runners on, and he just shut the door. He just threw fastball, 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 and nobody could hit it. Um, but yeah, it was a really, 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 really good game for them. Really good series. You know, they took two from the Yankees, a tough team. Team that they're going to have to play a lot. Team that they're going to have to beat a lot in that division if they want to win it. Uh, definitely who they're going to be competing with the most. But yeah, hot take. They won the Josh Donaldson trade because they got Julian Merriweather in it. I don't know. Is that crazy? Yes, it is. Uh, but Julian Julian Mayweather's going to win AL Reliever of the Year and MVP because if he pitches like that every time, I don't see how there's any more valuable player in baseball. Washington Nationals, uh, last team, last but not least. Um, you know, it was kind of disappointing. This is a team that I really, really, really wanted to see play. Uh, Juan Soto, one of the young stars in baseball, one of the best players in the league. We didn't get to see him play. Opening day, we didn't get to see any of them play. We didn't get to see the New Look Nationals. We didn't get to see Strasburg pitch. We didn't get to see uh, Corbin pitch. We didn't get to see Scherzer pitch. It was kind of sad. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, this could be a team that definitely has the potential to make the playoffs. And it's one of those things where if you haven't seen them, you don't know yet. But that's my take on all 30 MLB teams. I want to hear what you guys think. Because, you know, there's a lot of opinions and there's a lot of things swirling. Obviously, these are hot takes from some teams three games, some teams no games. But if I had to pick MVP Juan Soto, uh, Cy Young for the National League, obviously, I'm going to take, ooh, ah, man. National League Cy Young, is it crazy to say that after the first opening day, I want my boy... Craig Kimbrell, uh, this is a guy that I've kind of been hard on a lot, uh, definitely. But, you know, two appearances, one save, and he's got 5Ks. He's looking filthy. Uh, nasty Craig is back. And then the AL MVP, Cedric Mullins. Uh, do you know who Cedric Mullins is? I do. Outfielder for the Baltimore Orioles. He's leading the league in batting average at 692. Absolutely insane. The guy, you know, he torched the Red Sox rotation all week. Um, and he flies around the bases. That guy can steal you a lot of bases. Uh, A.L. Cy Young. I'm going to go Julian Mayweather just because I was talking about him. You know, he looks really, really good. Uh, he threw two innings. Um, has two saves. And, you know, he has a 5 ERA. Yeah. He's got a 22.5K per nine. So, you never know. Julian May Merriweather might be back. Uh, but, yeah. Once again, I want to hear what you guys think. Give me your opening day predictions. Oh, winning the World Series. In the American League, I have the Baltimore Orioles. And in the National League, I have the, ooh, this is going to be interesting. Who do I want to take? The Colorado Rockies, because they fought with the Dodgers all week. Absolutely outrageous takes if these two teams end up in the World Series. I'll sound like a genius, even though I was joking. Once again, thank you all so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed just breaking down what every team did on opening weekend and seeing who's going to be good. And, you know, we're going to learn a lot in this next week. Uh, because the first week, obviously, it's all emotion, adrenaline, rushing. But we're going to see in this next week. You know, we got, we got a lot of baseball to watch. I'll see you all next week, same time, same place. Have a great one. Peace.